Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Welcome to this week's episode of the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast. Hope this finds everyone having just a fantastic week here in Michigan where I'm at, Southeast Michigan. The sun is shining. It's been just a beautiful day and it's allowed me to just have a great sense of, of myself just seeing this wonderful weather. So I hope the same is for you. What I want to talk about today is fatigue. Sometimes when that fatigue strikes, you can feel so alone. You look at people, they're out jogging, they're walking, they're getting home from work and still excited and filled with energy and want to do stuff. And you get home from work or you come in from doing something outside for just a little bit and it feels like a brick wall hits you and you just don't know where to go from there. And the only thing that sounds good is a nap. Well, I wanted to look at fatigue. And in addition to looking at fatigue, what are some others doing for their fatigue? So I found this neat article in Creaky Joints, and I thought I would take a look at a long list of the things that it discusses that others do when they are feeling very fatigued. So let's take a look. The article starts off with the title saying, 89% of arthritis patients say that fatigue interferes with daily activities. Well, it's using arthritis patients as a whole. We know that with axial spinal arthritis, I'll bet you that number goes up to the mid to high 90s. There's very few that I see people reporting that they don't get some level of fatigue on a day-by-day basis. The article subtitle says, fatigue is one of the most invisible and misunderstood parts of managing arthritis as a whole. So anyone, it says, with inflammatory arthritis or a related muscular skeletal disease has wrestled with fatigue. And isn't that the truth? Fatigue is not just being very tired, like how you might feel after staying up too late. Fatigue is a physical issue. It's a chronic weakness and lack of energy that prevents you from doing your usual daily activities, the article says. And that's so true. Think about before your AS diagnosis, how you felt and how it is uh, once you start taking the medications, once the disease kicks in, the, the transformation can be dramatic. One person writes, I used to go, go, go for like 10 to 12 hours a day, Veronica said. Now I have to take a nap after just having a shower. The fatigue is unbearable. Fatigue is a controversial subject among chronic illness patients, the article says, because it is debilitating yet often invisible. It can be difficult for family, friends, and coworkers without chronic illness to understand the impact that fatigue has on a quality of our life and your ability to get through the day, work, or even engage in errands or any type of social activities. That's probably the hardest thing for not only myself, but many that I see is that you only got so much energy in the day. And if work's involved, by the time you get done, you might have every great intention at the beginning of the day that you're going to meet your friend for a movie or dinner, or you're going to take your kids out to do this or that, or take your spouse out and have a night on the town. At eight o'clock in the morning, that might all sound fantastic. By 4.35, 6 o'clock in the evening, you're spent. You come home and you're just like, I can't do it. You know, I can't commit to what we talked about earlier. And, you know, that can create some animosity, some issues. And so that's something that you've got to be acutely aware of and work with your doctors during their treatment plan as to any potential ways to fight that fatigue if you can. 
So they know that it's important to study fatigue and the impact on patients so doctors and researchers can better understand how to treat it and for loved ones to provide empathy and support to patients living with the burdens of a daily fatigue. The article goes on to state that the author says, I wanted to understand how our community felt about this issue. So we asked Arthritis Power members in a recent community poll, does fatigue from your chronic disease prevent you from participating in your usual activities or engagements? Nearly 9 in 10 of the 983 respondents said it does. That's huge. 89% is where they came up with that number. Again, for axial spondyloarthritis, I think that number is going to be much, much higher. The article goes on to talk about arthritis patients may experience fatigue because of inflammation that stresses the body. Chronic pain is also a big factor since it often interferes with sleep and a lack of sleep in turn can worsen pain. Well, that's really true. There are days when I can go into bed, lay down, put on my CPAP mask. Great, no problem. Recently though, I've had some issues with my leg brace that I wear for my drop foot and that has created a ring around my lower leg that is bruised, numb, and just absolutely painful. So every time I hit it with my other foot, boom, I pop right awake. doesn't matter how tired I am or how much asleep I am. It's instantly awake. So for me, that has created a lot of issues. Hopefully, I'll be resolving those because I ordered a new, what they call AFO. It's the thing that goes into my shoe to keep my foot level so that I don't trip over it when I walk with my cane. The lack of sleep can really play havoc in all parts of your life exasperate the fatigue, affect your work, affect your home life. It's it's really a mess. With this medications that we take, you can see an increased role of the fatigue from the medications. Well, disease-modifying drugs, you know, DBARDs, which we talked about in last week's episode, like biologics, can ultimately reduce inflammation and pain. Many patients report that these medications contribute to symptoms of fatigue, especially on the day of and the days following their dose. Luckily, that's not been an issue I've dealt with, but I see a lot of people report that as they discuss it online on the different Facebook forums. So remember that you may, if you experience that, you may want to take your biologic medication on a, say, a Friday where you have Saturday and Sunday if you're off on weekends to recuperate and make sure that you feel fine. One important first step is to start tracking your fatigue. And I highly encourage you to start some type of a journal that tracks not only the pain level you have on any given day, did you take your medications that day or prior days, and track everything out. See if you can notice any type of similarities, like I take my medication on this day and these two days I feel terrible. It's going to allow you to better modify the times that you take your medication. It's going to give you a better option of showing your doctor, here's what I'm dealing with on any given day. When you take note of when your fatigue feels worse, you can be more informed to talk to your doctor about how to manage it, like I just said. You might observe that your fatigue feels worse on days when pain is keeping you awake at night or on days you take your arthritis medications, as an example. So, unfortunately, they'll go on to tell you that there is no quick remedy to eliminate chronic fatigue. Patients should work with their doctors to tailor options to their unique needs, and more often than not, suggestions for dealing with fatigue fall into one of the following four categories. One is make lifestyle changes like sleep, diet, exercise, self-care. Everybody wants to try that. Second is adjust medications by dose reduction, changing the class of medication, or timing of when you take your medications. If something's bothering you and have a Saturday, Sunday off, take it on that Friday so that you've got the next two days to recuperate, so to speak. Another one is find and treat underlying medical issues that may be contributing to fatigue. And then lastly, seek therapy and emotional help through support groups. And I can't emphasize that last one enough. 
support groups can be great and they can be detrimental. And what I mean by that is for a new AS patient, you read those boards, you're going to see just so much thrown at you that it can be absolute information overload. I'm telling you, I'm really glad that when I was diagnosed and learning about this, there wasn't any of the online stuff that, you know, you could get in there and research and potentially, you know, just exasperate or make worse what you're dealing with. But on the flip side, you could also find people that are dealing with the same things. And this can allow you to better identify items that you may not be aware of as far as understanding why you feel one way versus another. And somebody else can help you come to grips with that and understand. So they're really a double-edged sword as you work through the social media channels. So what were some of the other people's ideas and tips for dealing with the fatigue? Well, let's take a look. First one is from Mary, and she says, stick to a schedule. When fatigue hits, there's not much she can do but give in and rest. The one thing that somewhat helps lessens the frequency of fatigue is keeping a regular schedule that includes enough hours of rest and getting a small amount of gentle exercise for her. Another person named Sophia says, give yourself many rests. Sophia says that her chronic fatigue syndrome nurse taught her that I need to take breaks throughout the day to recharge. It just needs to be five or 10 minutes, but during that time, you don't do anything. No electronics, no food, no reading, just sit and recharge. It's actually one of the hardest things I've had to learn to do, but it works. It isn't a cure, but it makes it easier to get through the day or at least fend off a major crash if there's something that she just can't put off. Another person named Allison wrote, make a divide between work and home. When she gets home from work, she feels like she's hit a brick wall, which I completely understand. So napping on the sofa right when she gets home helps her get her energy levels back. Plus, she says she relaxes in a bath every night. She goes, I can't fight this. I just learn what I can do to adjust. Roz says, take advantage of a flexible work schedule if that's an option for you. She works from home and learned to arrange her workday to maximize her energy levels. She would work first thing in the morning, nap in the early afternoon, and then work again late in the afternoon. That's awesome that her employer gives her that flexible work schedule. Like many, mine doesn't. So I've had to come across my own options. One is a medication option for some increased energy. I don't take it on the weekends because I don't want to become completely used to it. So I only take it Monday through Friday when I go to work. Another person named Tracy wrote, know when napping isn't right for you. She says, well, many patients swear by napping to help managing fatigue. For some people, napping could actually make the problem worse. Tracy wrote, I won't rest or take a nap during the day. She says, I don't sleep at night and don't want to make this even worse. So when she feels fatigue, she tries to combat it by moving around. Fatigue, which just comes over her, she says, I can feel my eyes going, but feel powerless to stop it. That's why I have to move, she says. Another person wrote, take alone time. Fatigue can be a recipe for grumpiness. So feel free to opt out of plans and events in the spirit of your self-care. Jenny says, I don't allow myself to not people if I'm too tired. Alone time does wonder for me. You know, and I'm going to have a link to this article below. There's a whole bunch of different items like limiting caffeine, get more sleep at night if you can. Some talk about considering cannabis if it's legal in your area. So there's just a number of different options that are listed. So what works best for you? You know, I'd like to hear from anybody. Email me at jason at spondypodcast.com or go on the website spondypodcast.com, 
contact us and leave me a note from there. What works for you? I'd like to share the tips in a future episode and find out when you're having a real bad fatigue, do you take a nap? Do you take a bath? Take a hot shower? What works for you? What uh, brings you back, so to speak, and gives you some of that needed energy for the remainder of the day? Anyway, it'd be great to hear. I really appreciate everybody listening. And as you go through, please know that we're here to support each other. Get out and get active in the forums. That person that you help that's new could be you in a few years that's turning around and, and paying it forward by helping a next person that gets diagnosed. We have to be a support network for everybody. So again, thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day, and I look forward to speaking to you in the future.